In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Each year, Holy Church gives us our liturgical calendar. It is a year of grace for us when we use it well, when we use it intelligently, with understanding, with attention. In our liturgical year, Holy Church, in her wisdom, gives us once again, in a continuous cycle, the whole history of our salvation, from the creation of the world until the summation of all creation in the second coming of the Lord, when the Lord will take all things to himself and present them to the Father so that God might be all in all. Together with the whole history of our salvation, in a more pointed way, Holy Church also gives us the mysteries of our Lord's life and passion and death and resurrection and ascension, all, of course, pointing us in the direction of guiding us toward, orienting us always toward that moment when we will encounter him, either in our own death, which is our like our own individual second coming, or in the second coming itself. We will encounter the Lord one day. It will happen. We need to have these mysteries presented to us every year in a continuous cycle. Not because the mysteries change, but because we change. Every year we're a little older, hopefully a little wiser. Every year we've had challenges and some victories and some defeats. Every year we are able to grasp something more about these mysteries that are presented to us in the calendar of the church. And in doing so, we also learn something more about ourselves. Our Lord came into this world to save us from our sins, but also to reveal us more fully to ourselves. When we pay attention to these things in the liturgical calendar, we learn not only more about the mysteries, but we learn more about ourselves, we who are changing a little every year. We should always pay attention to these things and learn about them. Our faith must always seek understanding. Sadly, I think it happens that after a, a period of sacramental preparation, perhaps for First Holy Communion or for Confirmation, sometimes I think it happens that Maybe some people don't spend a lot of time learning more about their faith after those two key moments. And they may go for decades, decades, without ever studying their faith again. And so they may come even to the twilight of their days with only a vague recollection of what they learned when they were seven, or maybe in their teens. And I'm not sure that's a very good preparation for our encounter with the Lord in death or at the second coming, one of which is going to happen before the other. Now, Advent, this season of the coming of the Lord, that's what Advent means, and you've heard it every year, Advent means the coming of the Lord. What Advent is really about, really points us to, if you pay attention to what the prayers of Holy Church are giving us in the texts of Holy Mass. 
when you really pay attention to it, you see that this is, this is a season about preparing not so much for the joy of Christmas and uh, the, the celebration of the, the birth of the Lord into this dark and difficult world to save us from our sins and to reveal us more fully to ourselves. It's, this season really is about preparation, our own preparation for encountering the Lord in the second coming or our own personal little second coming, which is death, which is going to happen. This is about the second coming of the Lord. It's about getting ready for the end. And as Christians, we really should be constantly attending to the coming of the Lord and praying for the second coming of the Lord and readying ourselves for the coming of the Lord in every possible way that he can come. After all, the very end of Scripture, the very end of the last book of the Bible, what is it that we read there? Come, Lord Jesus. That's the way of summing up all of our Christian longing. Come, Lord Jesus. That's what the Christian prays. That's what we get ready for every single day. How is the Lord going to find me when he comes to me today? Because Advent, if it's about the second coming of the Lord and also the preparation for his first coming, the celebration of his first coming at Christmas, it's also about preparing for all of the ways that the Lord comes to us. So think about what those might be. Well, for example, I mentioned scripture a moment ago. The Lord comes to you every single time you hear Holy Scripture read. Or every time you pick up a Bible or your missalette and you read a piece of Scripture. The Lord has come to you. Have you made yourself ready for the coming of the Lord in hearing Scripture or reading Scripture? If we say as Christians, come Lord Jesus, then you should be picking up that Bible and looking at it. Come, Lord Jesus, we pray. And there he is, waiting for you to open yourself up to his coming in the words of Holy Scripture. Another way that the Lord comes to you is in the person of the priest. The priest is another Christ. The priest acts in the person of Christ when he's acting for the church. And you should prepare yourself for the coming of the Lord, especially by turning to the priest and asking for his blessings, and especially absolution when you sin, or guidance in your times of troubles, the Lord comes to you in the person of the priest. Another way that the Lord comes, of course, in a very privileged way, is at the consecration of Holy Mass. And by your baptism, you are able, as uh, people who share in the priesthood of the Lord who is his high priest, you are able to join all of your aspirations and everything that you have and are, desire and hope for, long for. You are able to join that to what the priest is doing at the altar, especially in the consecration, when the Lord truly comes, really comes. Body, blood, soul, divinity, Jesus Christ comes, comes to us upon the altar at the words of consecration. Prepare for that moment. Every week you know it's going to happen on Sunday. It's going to happen every every day in this church too. Every daily mass. You can prepare all week long for your for the Lord to come at the consecration of Holy Mass. 
But then there's that privileged way in which he comes to you in Holy Communion. Do you spend time thinking about your reception of Holy Communion during the week? First of all, whether or not you can worthily receive Holy Communion. If you have any unconfessed mortal sins, remember the Lord is going to come to you in Holy Communion. If you dare to come forward, the Lord comes. Body, blood, soul, and divinity. Prepare for the coming of the Lord in all these ways. But there's another way in which the Lord comes too. He comes in the person of your neighbor. He comes especially in the person of your needy neighbor, the poor. And we are all poor in some ways. Not necessarily just with material poverty, but we may be poor also with a kind of spiritual poverty. We may be poor in love in our lives. We may be poor because we don't know how to love well. We may be poor because we don't have anyone to love us. People can be poor in different ways. And they come to you. Come to you all the time. Your loved ones in your family are Christ coming to you. And when you love someone, when you love Christ, therefore you will love your neighbor as he commanded us. And your closest neighbor may be in need of your special preparation for the coming of the Lord in that moment when you're dealing with people in your family. We get into habits of how we deal with each other and treat each other. Well, perhaps Advent could be a good time to review how you're dealing with others, especially loved ones. When you love someone, you prepare for their coming. You prepare for them. You're watching. You're being awake. That's what we hear in the, in the readings today. Be awake. It's a challenge. Holy Church, at the beginning of Advent, gives us a message to prepare for the Lord's coming. And he does so, the Holy Church does so especially, with a very high and pressing moral content. In that first reading we heard, for example, the image of climbing the mountain of the Lord. Climb the mountain. He is going to instruct us in his ways. Why should we climb the mountain? Because he's, he's the judge and he's going to be coming. In the second reading, we heard Paul say, throw off the works of darkness. Conduct yourselves properly. See, there's a moral content to preparing for the coming of the Lord. And why do we do this? Because, as Paul says, your salvation is near at hand. It's going to happen. In the gospel, the Lord himself describes the end of the world, saying, wake up. Why? Because the Son of Man is coming. But he's not just coming in that dramatic way at the end of the world. He's coming to you all the time during the day, and in privileged ways here in your parish church. And in all sorts of other moments during the day, in little graces, the Lord is constantly coming. Prepare for the Lord. Use this Advent time to consider all the different ways that the Lord is coming to you. Consider the moral content of the church's message during this Advent. Throwing off that which is dark. Putting on that which is light. Why? Because we love the Lord. and We want him to come. And we want to be ready. Ready for him in every possible way. May God bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.